Welcome to Buzz Talks. I'm Anisha Brahma, the founder of Buzz Magazine uh, and the young adult and children's novels author. Joining us today is Vibha Batra, and, uh, an author with 16 books under her belt, and Kalyani Ganapati, an illustrator, both of whom who collaborated on one of my favorite reads of 2020, The Secret Life of Debbie G. Congratulations, Vibha and Kalyani, and welcome to Buzz Talks. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. It's been a rotten year and I'm glad that our book brought you some joy in reading at least. Yes, it did. Okay, the first thing that we would want to know is how did this collaboration come about? Okay, so it all started when our editor Tina, she got in touch with me and she said, would you be interested in writing a young adult graphic novel? So I said, yes, of course, why not? You know, with the enthusiasm of someone who's never written a graphic novel before. And then I was like, oh my God, what do I do? So I just dived headlong into the world of comic books and graphic novels. And I said, I'm just binge reading for, for research. And then eventually I realized, oh my God, I have to sit down and actually write the book. So that was a bit tricky, but you know, I learned along the way. And then I had Tina cheer cheering me along. And finally, when we had the story in place, she commissioned Kalyani. And I was so excited to have her on board. I Googled the hell out of her and I was very, very excited. Kalyani <laughs> to work her magic. So Kay, would you like to add anything to that? Yeah, so yeah, Tina introduced us. I had done one other big book with Harper Collins earlier, a young adult book. And it was a new genre for me, honestly, graphic novel. It was something I aspired to do, never realized the kind of work that went into it. So like Vibha, it was always work in progress, learning more, learning more every day. But I'm glad we pulled it off and we were able to make the book the way it turned out. So once you had the ideas for the characters, how did you decide what they would look like? How did that happen? So, uh, actually, I had jotted down some thoughts and I'd forward that forwarded them to Kalyani and it was very interesting because she said one of the characters reminded her of her. Okay, you want to tell us about that? You thought that she looked and dressed like you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Viva sent me an email, a very detailed email with um, explanations of what the characters would look like. And we just took it from there, you know, after some point I stopped referring to it because there were certain characters I felt like when I, when I read about them, there were certain psychological aspects of the characters that I felt would be brought out better if they didn't have glasses or had glasses or just small things. One of the characters that I resonated with the physical description that Vibha gave was Aishwarya. Uh, yeah, and it was so interesting, although Kalyani said she made changes. And, 
head. No, from then on, it is just. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Yeah, carry on. No, no, keep. Please, please continue. Uh, yeah, I think I just you know broadly looked at your email, and then the features just flowed into place as each character started coming along in the book. Like I think when you read, you have this certain idea of what a char character looks like in your head, and I hope that somewhere Vibha's and my idea of the character matched because Vibha just gave me so much freedom with the book. Like she was amazing to work with because I have never had so much creative freedom in a collaboration before. Oh, I hope that's a good thing, you know. But uh, Kay, you know what you said? You mean changes to the characters? But you know, in my head, they looked exactly like how I'd imagine oh. them to be. I didn't realize that you know I'd oh. shared something else. I was like, this is just perfect. So we just you know oh, went from there. That's good because at some point I was like, oh my god, I don't override everything she said. No, and no. at the same time, I was like, no, but this will look better if this guy didn't have glasses or this guy didn't have that. Um, you know, had this particular haircut. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it all worked out. <laughs> so Vibha, for you, how different was it writing a uh, you know writing the story for a graphic novel as opposed to writing novels and stories? Yeah, it was very different, very challenging, and you know I didn't know what you know beat sheets were, what different panels were. So I had to you know learn everything. And then, uh, but I think I've gotten better after the second graphic novel. So sorry, Kay, about the first one. It's <laughs> okay. So, apology accepted. Yeah, she she had a tough year. You want to tell us about that year? Uh, you know, I thought I personally think, and it's not just me. Like my family thinks, Vibha is one of the. people who observes life so carefully and she's able to bring it all out in a book and i thought that was fantastic and that was one of my biggest reasons for putting in the hard work to do the book because vibha had done such a fantastic job you know at oh the point when i was ready to give up i would just say like no you know vibha has done such a fantastic job and i've got to do it thank you so much it was very hard anisha like doing a graphic novel because it's everyday work it's like actually showing up to the gym every day no oh, yes and <laughs> yeah putting in 8 hours Oh, uh, you know, and then you're looking at black and white panels. I usually work in color, so it was an incredible year of a lot of learning, but also like conquering my own mental demons. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to ask you next, Kalyani, how if you found it easy or if you found it challenging to envision. And Vidas' writing was. Uh okay so I became an illustrator because I like reading I like stories I love books but there's a certain point like you know I was comfortable envisioning the characters 
then I never worked on a graphic novel where you kind of have the same location and people moving about. And, you know, I realized that that was my limitation, that I had to actually work very hard to look at people's poses, to look at, um, you know, much to take this to a different place, how this is going to work. After some time, like I think once I reached chapter 16, then it started just flowing. Like I knew what I was doing. Mm. But the first 16 chapters, that is the first six months were really hard. Six months? Oh God, it takes so long. And like Viva said, like it's always work in progress. Like she got better after the second one. So... I mean, I so think you so got to accept like if you know, when you're working on a graphic novel is that it's not going to always be the perfect book that you envisioned. I learned that very early. We tried an approach, but it didn't work. And then we were very upset, but then we got over it. Yeah. Carry on, Ripa. So, so you have to be really quick, okay? Because we have to be so quick because it's not like publishing houses give you... Yeah, I said I remember that. And I remember we had to get over it very quickly because there's always a yeah. deadline. That is, and, yeah. you know, working 200, I think we did 284 pages, right, Riva? Yes, that's yeah. right. 284 pages in 284 days. It's like pretty unrealistic, actually. <laughs> it so is. always had to be ahead of schedule. Yeah. So uh, we're coming back to the book, Arya, the protagonist. She makes a lot of references to the American teen lingo. You find it funny that everybody can understand what she's saying in this day and age because when I was growing up, I would watch a lot of Cartoon Network, a lot of Full House and I would use those quotes and none of my friends would get it. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a learning process because, you know, I have had readers who would uh, write stuff like, oh, the book was dope and I would be like, oh my God, NCV. And they would say the book is fake and I'm like, do they mean the modern day Sick, or do they mean the traditional word? And like, I said, do you mean slick? He's like, no, no, it's sick, it's dope. And then I realized, oh my gosh, they mean that they like it. So, you know, That's it's all good. You just have to, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, now everyone gets all these references unless, you know, they are really niche. But I think the words in the book, I don't know, maybe uh, Jillian K. Remember you mentioned Jillian Ways. Was yeah. there anything else? Yeah. Was, uh, I, don't know, I don't think there was anything that I didn't get. I, I think if you have nephews, nieces, anybody younger in the house, like they just growing up, you you get accustomed to it. Yeah. Yes. And you know, with Netflix and Prime and Hotstar, the exposure is so much more. So, you know, we know what's going on. Yeah. But you know, anyone always say, you know, I'm very young in my head, Jurassic everywhere else but young in the only place that matters. <laughs> That's interesting. This is interesting. I had written this question down long time ago, but I want to know this. Without revealing too much, how conscious was the decision to have fatal attraction in the book as a character? Um, okay, it just came together, Anisha, because, you know, it was very organic. You know, I didn't say, you know, let me talk about this and let me be preachy about that. No, it wasn't like that. I just, you know, it was as if Debbie 
she was fully formed in my head and she wanted me to write about her and so i did you know but i wouldn't say that it was a very conscious decision you know let me put this in and that in and i just thought if two people are talking or three best besties are talking what would they talk about you know they would talk about the stuff that was happening around them whether it's me too or you know whether it's non traditional family structures they would discuss their home lives and crib about their parents so it all came from there hmm that was a very huge reveal for me and i was so happy when i read it i was really happy <laughs> okay also should we be expecting the secret life of debbie g to have more books and turn into a series since there are so many promising characters in it oh my gosh okay like you know it's no pressure okay hashtag no pressure <laughs> you know i honestly didn't think about a sequel only it's only when you know the reviews started coming in and people asked me that would there be a sequel i was like okay but as of now she's not really in my system so but you know as they say never say never what about you k do you think do you see yourself you know doing debbie g part 2 at the moment no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you know anita honestly it's not the uh, work hours that really intimidate me is the recovery time like i had to take all of last year off to just recover physically from working 16 hours a day Oh, it's a very exhausting process and you won't believe it when i spoke to the publisher of my second graphic novel he said we don't have one person doing everything so we have just one person doing the illustrations that then we have a colorist then we have someone to do the yeah. and then i'm like oh my gosh kalyani did all of that all by herself so yeah like i don't think you uh, you know frankly if i'm allowed to say so like the system doesn't work in a way that really supports all of this here like it will be a still like one person teams um you know so it becomes very hard to actually recreate something over and over and over again that's the only issue i have really and at some point last year i had to think about it in terms of did this support is this lifestyle support mm-hmm. so i don't know if a sequel is on the cards at the mo- at the moment i can't commit okay i will see that answer <laughs> to both of you webha who was the most fun character to write and kalyani who was the most fun character to draw uh okay uh so okay uh, can i be like joey and say you know it's like uh, choosing between sex and food and please don't let me choose i just love all of them equally <laughs> so i remember he finally said that i want women on bread and people were ha huh? <laughs> yeah yeah so you know something like that mm. <laughs> but what about you kid did you have any favorites maybe ash oh uh, actually i love drawing arya oh okay and i remember oh, we I felt that love all her expressions mm-hmm. it was so dramatic i said arya's expressions were really fun to do 
I had a lot of fun and I love, I don't, for some reason, I loved painting Arya's hair and thinking about her shirts. Yeah, she was fun. And remember, uh, Kay, that we felt she looked like a public figure, she who must not be named. And then we, we were yeah. like, oh my God, yeah, completely unintentional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I also had a, a lot of fun uh, thinking of Aishwarya because I felt like I wanted to challenge the stereotype of what a South Indian woman looks like. I don't think like today in 21st century India you can really distinguish you know who comes from where. Mm -hmm. That was my idea of making Aishwarya this really modern woman who you probably take a glance at but can't tell where she comes from but deep down she is you know south indian she values her roots i had a lot of fun uh, creating the uh, the illustrations for that character as well yeah and the fab india kurtas and the retro glasses yeah, yeah and yeah. she's always accessorized and i remember that was one of the things you had written that she wears accessories well, I got my answer. Now, uh, can we talk a little about the publishing journey? Like, was it smooth sailing or did you hit a few bumps in the road? Oh, well, because it was a commissioned book, Anisha, I thought it was smooth sailing, you know. So uh, we knew it was, uh, you know, going to happen. Uh, we didn't really pitch it to anyone and then waited to hear from them. So I would say it was smooth. And what about, this is something that I started noticing very recently, that it is not the publishing part which is hard right now, it's marketing, which if you don't market your book properly, it probably will disappear and no one will come get to know that there was a book like this. Oh my God, you said it, Anisha. Really, I have just been going all out for the last six months. And you know, I was reading someplace that if you're an author, please realize there is a line after which you become a pest. You should know where that line is. And I have no idea where that line is. I have no idea if I've crossed it. But I just know this, that I'm going to keep talking about the book. Because if I don't, <laughs> nobody else will. So, you know, expect to hear more from me on Debbie G. No, I will look forward to it because I would very selfishly want a sequel. Sorry, Kalyani. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, Kalyani? Did you feel the pressure of marketing? Mm -hmm. The thing is, when I get commissioned to do a book, the lines are always very clear that I deliver. It's always a high-pressure job, Anisha. It's always a very visible job when I work with certain, uh, certain publishers. And they don't expect me to commit to marketing, which is great. But I've often thought about it in terms of what if we did a smaller book, like a picture book, like would I personally have that kind of time? And, you know, I really admire the people who do it like Vibha because it's almost like taking on another profession alongside what you're already doing. So I 
I mean, I think that it's really commendable that what authors do today to, you know, ramp up sales of their book because they're really doing a lot of hard work. And I remember, Kay, you shared a lot of uh, addresses, reviews, accessible for like interviews and things like that, but. So far, it's not been an expectation that I have to do it. Yeah, but you helped, Kay. Remember, you shared a lot of email IDs and contact details of uh, bookstores and reviewers. And you said, you know, maybe you could uh, approach this person and that person. That was really helpful. She yes, absolutely. In fact, I had, you know, uh, pitch chats between us to a couple of lit fests and you know I was so excited when uh, Kay came on board for this podcast as well because you know I feel very guilty I'm like Kay I know you're working on a couple of projects at the time but it'd be great if we could do this we were going to do an IG live so now I'm very inspired to do yeah. one you should do it hmm yeah, I have no problem with, you know, I mean, helping out with the marketing thing. It's just when it becomes a full-time job, then it becomes a bit too hard to handle. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, yeah, it's always good to have these platforms, you know, where you can actually talk about your book in greater detail, because I, I feel like that sometimes gets lost out. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, is there going to be any collaborative work between you two in the new near future? Yes, I hope so. Fingers crossed, toes crossed. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. I'm open to it always. Like I, I enjoy everything with us manuscripts, so <laughs> always open yeah. to it. Yeah, maybe not a graphic novel, but a picture book, hopefully. Mm, yeah, that's what even I'd look forward to. Oh, that is amazing. I will look forward to that book as well. So, yay. Both of you, all the best. And thank you so much for joining me on Bus Talks. It was, I had a really nice afternoon. I took a, a couple of hours of work and I did this. So, I'm very happy. Okay. Thank you so much, Anisha, for having us. We had so yeah, much just, fun. Thank it was a lot of fun chatting with you. Thank you. And I hope we can do this, you know, on other platforms as well, Viva. Yes, Kate. You'll be able to do yes. it again. Let's take the internet by storm like Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that.